Hello there, Ringside Group. Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Brooke. This is Billy Starks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. It's the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Nicker. This is According to Woods. This is Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine is Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello again there, wrestling fans. And welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe Panther III, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe, it's the happy heel, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? Not too much. Uh, we're ending... Happy GCW Day. Yeah, hey, happy GCW Day. And we're ending internationally week. Back here in the good old US of A. The plane has landed and we're back. Leave the plane. Let's leave the the, the bags on the plane because we had to go. We had to go to the south. Spivet got all her souvenirs. She, she left. She, she, she we're, we have to bring we have to bring Spivy to get her good old uh like uh t shirts, her mugs, t shirts, and all the southern stuff that she can get, all the food, the yummy stuff. Because <laughs> let's give a war. Dudes at ringside, welcome to Hoogie. Kenzie James. Kenzie James. Hey, guys. What's going on? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. So if our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Um, hello, everyone. I am Kenzie James. I am the BAD of every promotion. Um, I am a world-class traveler in wrestling. And I'm so glad to be on this podcast with you guys. That's Thank awesome. you. I guess you could say you're like us. You're internationally known. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, although she's been to those places, we haven't. <laughs> her feet have been on the ground. We 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 just virally go through the, to the different countries. Yeah. <laughs> you're still there. We, you know, it's like we we have jokingly talked like for months since we've been seen in England and Germany and Scotland. Scotland, Scotland. Wow, sorry, fans. The <laughs> <laughs> one guy. <laughs> we just flew back from England. No, virtually flew back. Um. So, who trained you? Well, I was trained by WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Valiant at uh, his camp down in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Wow. So. Wow, that's that's yeah, amazing. Jimmy Valiant. Wow, that's, yeah, we've had a lot, a lot of people from his school, haven't we, Joe? Or uh, yeah, we've had a lot of people from Jimmy Valiant's school, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he's a true mentor, uh-huh. yeah. Yeek. Next question. So, so what did you say your first match is like in front of a crowd? Oh, uh, my first match, I remember I was backstage and for. My first ever entrance, I came out 
to a very old song. I was not prepared. The promoter told me I was going on. I didn't even have gear. <laughs> so I just went out in gym shorts and a gym shirt. I was full of nerves and emotion, but honestly, it was it was amazing to me. So I had a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Wow. So yeah. was Jim was Jimmy Valent Valent well sorry. <laughs> was was he like a, a like a tough coach or was he like a like easy going? Uh he was pretty easy going, but uh he truly pushed you to make sure you know you you were successful. He has uh trainers there um like Mike Mars and Sean. Like there's they're just amazing honestly. Um, everything that they know, Jimmy kind of pushed for that knowledge of, you know, everything, the basics to even the promo cuts. So mm. it was, yeah, you were pushed. That's why your opinion was so good. So, I mean, you've been around, you've been around the world, but are there places that you haven't been to that, that you would love to travel to? Um... Ooh, let's see. Performing wise, I would really like to hit, you know, Los Angeles and New York and the, one of the big cities, you know. Um, I'm making a lot of debuts coming up, like in Michigan, Maryland, Indiana, Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania. Those are yeah. So be looking forward to that. So Go, right. What do you are you allowed to announce the promotion yet or no? Uh, not yet. Okay, not yet. just message yeah. us, let us know because where I live in Pennsylvania, there's a promotion called PPD. Oh, we got now we got snow. Look at that, Joe. Okay. Yep, I told you. Told you it was snowing in PA like an hour ago. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there's a promotion that, that I always see on Instagram, and my friend always talks about PPW, and they got a lot of good stars there. They got um. Danny Moe, they got Christina yeah. Marie, they got a lot of big, big names that come to those doors. That's why I was like, Ooh. Victory Pro as well, Joe. Victory Pro Wrestling's another big one that we talked about before we're live. Um, and Cap. And Cap, Cap, Cap's another good one. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so like, what kind of what kind of wrestling style would you consider yourself? Um, any honestly. The only thing that I would consider not officially doing is, you know, anything related to hardcore deathmatch. Honestly, that's just yeah. that's not my style. But everything else is pretty accurate. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I if I was a wrestler, I would be in the same bracket because you don't want to do something with light tubes and then regret it years later. You know, or, yeah. or glass or anything. anything yeah, so I'm saying light tubes is glass geek. <laughs> I, I, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, I'm just saying like glass tables or something like that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I think it all comes from a person's background as well of what they choose and decide to do. So, you know, you can really tell yeah. the story. Yeah, like I, uh, I, I, it sounds horrible to see this. We follow a lot of the Instagram pages, and I'm flipping through, scrolling like like everybody does on Instagram. And I get to this one video of people with glass or like going through. I'm like, oh man, nope, unfollow. Nope. No, no. <laughs> I want to be connected to this. No, no, no. Like hardcore matches. Yeah. Do like a normal hardcore match. But when you start yeah. door tossing in doors with people going through doors and barbed wire on your forehead. <sighs> yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I could never do that. Yeah. Who, 
Who would you say your toughest opponent you ever had to face was? Oof. Toughest opponent. Um, I'd have to say Casey Lennox, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Whether that or Kenzie Page, Henry. Ah. Oh, Kenzie, oh, Kenzie Page. She's the one that uh, she wears all pink all the time, right? Uh, yeah, she just recently started changing it, but she wore a lot of pink when she was with uh, Dylan McQueen when she was tagging with him. So we were, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so funny you said Dylan McQueen because we were supposed to get in contact with him, and then he's busy as heck. That boy's over. Yeah, yeah. He's a star, really. He just fell off out of nowhere. We just were like, okay, <laughs> we understand. But if you see him, tell him Juice Ringside says, hey. <laughs> when I talk yeah. to us, he's still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would you, what would your dream match be? Oh, my dream match. Uh, let's see. That's a really good question. Honestly, um, pretty hard one. Um, honestly, it's going to be a basic thing, but Ruby Riot. Because me and her do a lot of the same material, like kicking wise and everything. I just think it would be a really set out match. So you so. do submissions as well, or uh, like Ruby does, or uh... um, honestly, I do a lot of high flying stuff like okay. that. Uh, not much as submissions, but I can get some holds in if I needed to. Yeah. Hmm. But. It's always good to have certain a certain like style you do in the ring that like most people would think, oh, she's just gonna give me high fly moves, and then you hit him with submissions, so you throw a curveball into them. They're like, oh, what? I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially from someone like me, you know, I'm only five foot three, so it's like, oh, you know, you get in the ring with one of these taller girls. They weren't expecting someone my size to actually get them on your you might. My shoulders and actually hit all these real extreme moves so it's a real jaw dropper so yeah there you go, oh, there you go. growing up Ooh. ah lita or jasmine absolutely mm-hmm. has to be i like lita um, too I'm sorry. yeah just her like power in the ring honestly although i did watch my idol, Eddie Guerrero, absolutely. Uh, Eddie and Edge, that ultimate mat- ladder match, that was that was what I knew. That was a spark. So that was a spark when you said that I want to become, I want to do yeah. this. I want to do this. Yeah, those we men were the true inspiration in my life is Edge and Eddie. I got a chance to see Eddie at WrestleMania 20, and that match was insane. Ugh. and the moment that freaked me out the most is I got a chance to see. Eddie hugged Benoit after he won the title. And I was just, I, I started, couldn't stop crying because it was like, nobody else realizes this. I told us to geek and I said this on the podcast. That was WCW's last hurrah. The two biggest, like, luch- cruiserweight lower card people in the center of the ring, both with WWE's both the titles. Too bad, Joe. We never got a moment like that again, like a Ring of Honor moment where. Brian Danielson and CM Punk tugged in the middle of the ring with both belts. Too bad yeah. we never got. Too bad we never got something like never that. Got, I don't think maybe maybe in AEW one day they'll have one will have one belt, and the other one will have another belt. But yeah, wrestling these days, am I right? I know. I know. I'm pretty sure that was a, a thought in the back of WWE's <laughs> mind. 
Yeah. Which they wanted to do because they wanted to do Triple H versus CM Punk at WrestleMania, but he said, but CM Punk told Triple H, "He's like, no, 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 this is Brian Danielson's year. You have to give it to him." Yeah. And if you would have never left, yeah, you probably you probably never would have got that title shot. So yeah, has oh sorry, has anybody ever given you an advice in the ring, like a trainer or like someone you know that says something, gave you advice, and you just really ran with it? Honestly, yes. Um, the uh, name is supposed to be anonymous, but I was told by a very important trainer um, when I first started in the wrestling business. He came to me and was like you have a good character. He's like, but there's something missing. And I was like, okay. And he said the reality of who I am was missing from my character. So ever since I was taking that advice, I've been carrying it with me. And honestly, it's just my character is me just with a little twist to it. (laughs) Okay. Right. Right. How'd you come up with your gimmick? Ah, uh, well, um, I was very intrigued with the start of Sasha Banks. I watched her from the minute she stepped in the Indies to current, and I just liked her style. And in reality, it was like you know that's kind of how I perceive myself in reality. So I carry myself out like that. I like a lot of leather, you know, and. Um, me being back then while watching wrestling, I was big into bikes, you know, dirt biking, whatever. And from there on out, I kind of just started carrying myself as the BAD, you know, as formerly alliance with Tamina and Naomi. So it's kind of how that got started. <laughs> what What would you say the toughest move you ever had to take was? Oof. Oh. Toughest move. It could be anything. It could be anything. Like, like you say, damn, that didn't land well. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. well, I was actually in a intergender match with a with a guy, and he was about about roughly seven foot tall, and mm-hmm. I took a choke slam from the top rope with him oh. using golden knuckles. Yeah, that was a tough, tough uh, landing. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like with us, me and you being I'm five one and you're five three. It's like for our, our case, geek, geek would never understand because he's tall. If you if you met me and Geek, it you'd be like oh Joe, we're, we're eye to eye. Where's yeah. Joe? Where's Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like oh there's Joe Geek. Where's Geek? Oh my! It's like the TikTok geek video. Up there. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll be like, Joe, what's up? Hey. And then you'll be geeky like, where's Geek? Hi. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. I'll give you all my three eight by tens. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be meeting you again. Yeah. You know the TikTok I'm talking about when they had like that dinner, 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 and they turn around and they're like. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm the tall person. That's how I feel every day when someone asks, and I'm work at Key Food, and somebody goes, "Hey, can you help me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you could." It's over there. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> there we go. Questions. Ah, uh, my finish here. 
Well, I have a couple. Um, in honor of my brother, I sometimes do modified sliced bread. Um, but I also have my own move. It's called Domination. I do a cartwheel from the top rope into a DDT. Ooh. So it's a really, yeah, it's a really cool finishing move. Um, very damaging, but it only works on mainly with a lot of bigger people. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool move. That is a cool move to be if honest. If you have a video clip of that, you need to send it to us later so we could post it on the Instagram page. I will for sure. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> we like when, we, when wrestlers send us clips because it gets their notoriety out there and stuff like that. And it totally mm-hmm. would make the fans go, oh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> on top of Milton Mountain. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting a little rusty up there, getting some snow now. <laughs> some you're gonna see some coconut start pouring down next time. Great. <laughs> and and me and Mayor says that move does sound cool, by the way. Yeah. That's something that people won't see it now. That sounds like to me when you're playing the WWE games and you create the moves, that sounds like something you created in a WWE game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about when you, when you you know how you well you still could do it in the WWE games like you create a move like you're everybody it, like I think I've done it once or twice if you hate all the move sets the finishing moves in the WWE games you're like I'm creating my own now man I can do that now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so how many times have you like went like before a show or like intermission, like a child, a kid would come up to you and say, Hey, I want to become a re- professional wrestler. Like what kind of advice would you give them? Well, um, I've actually ran into a couple of these and my first response immediately is to first focus on school. It's the most important thing is to focus on your education. And then when it comes time to, if you are still intrigued with the idea of becoming a professional wrestler, um, Start looking around for some training places, but never let them lose sight of who they truly are. Definitely. So. Totally. Wow, that's awesome. That's great I mean, advice. We, we usually tell they, the one few people have always told us with that question when I ask them, some of them are like, oh, oh, don't do one person. A few people are like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. And then one person said, don't do it. And then some people say, you got to find a good school. Make sure it's a very good school and not because somebody. A wrestler, it's like a top wrestler that's trying to take your money. Yeah. That's what a lot of people have said. So that's the advice. <laughs> I think Stevie Ray told us to told I'll tell the kid don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> find another job. <laughs> find another job. <laughs> <laughs> this child just wanted to become a wrestler so bad and Stevie Ray broke his heart. <laughs> he or she yeah. broke immediately. <laughs> Poof gone. <laughs> Boom. This kid's working at McDonald's now until they're till they're till they're like thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not really, but but you can imagine, right? Abbreviated, not really. <laughs> but you know, uh-huh. this child just got his heart broken by a WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> Next question. What is your favorite foods? Ooh, favorite foods. Uh, I'm a big Mexican Ooh. freak. I adore Mexican in every way. Mm. <laughs> Arizona is your place to go because Arizona's you can't come to New York and get good Mexican food. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. If but, you want to yeah. come to New York, it's we have the best pizza and bagels. Pizza. 
We come oh. here to have a big, yummy, big pie. Like Home Alone. <laughs> Remember Home Alone 2? Yeah. <laughs> cheese pizza just for me. <laughs> no, that'll well, be what it. Ke- what Kevin didn't understand was that he should have came to New York for pizza because Chicago does not have good pizza. Pizza sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they have good hot dogs, too. Who puts a jalapeno on a hot dog? Come on, people. Oh, my nasty. boss my, my Yeah, my boss made... Chicago style hot dogs like two weeks ago and I looked into the thing and I was like, Did you put a jalapeno on a hot dog? He's like, It's Chicago style. I'm like Ever so spitzy says, Love the dream catcher in the background. By the way, it's so pretty. <laughs> if yeah, if this wall fell down, you would see my whole Native American thing I have behind me. I have like a little wolf here, I have like a skull with a wooden skull here, all this stuff behind me. I have a lot yeah. of room. Yeah, I have like two dream catchers because I used to have nightmares for days when I was a kid. And my mom's like, I gotta give this kid a dream catcher. And my mom, I'm like, heck, is a dream catcher too? Yeah, they, they work. <laughs> they do? Yeah, they do work. They catch bad dreams. Yeah. They, as like a Native American, like the Native American had like a thing that they would say about dream catchers. They catch a bad dream and it gets, gets stuck right by right. It catches it in the bead. And in the morning, it gets caught by the sun and it dies. Mm-hmm. Am I right? right? I think I said it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, Native Americans have cool myths. That, and I believe it's true. I never had bad dreams anymore. So. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. You have a big one, so yours really catches a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, mine's ginormous. But is it facing a window? Uh no. It's- Actually, my windows are over that way. So, <laughs> is it is that is you should maybe move that one against the window because they say you have to have it near a window so it can catch the light, catch the light, and kill bad dream. Huh. Well, I might have to do that. <laughs> it had, it's a lot of bad dreams stuck in the dream catcher now <laughs> for you, like, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, bad dreams in there for the since since uh, the late 2000s. <laughs> Yeah, I said food. Oh, uh, okay. Food. Uh, you're you're from near the south, so is there any like southern foods that you uh you love get going after? Mm. Honestly, no, not really. I'm a devourer of any southern food. I um, but if I had to choose, it'd be. Oh, I don't know. That's a hard question, actually. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I like a variety of foods, I should just say. I really do. We we had but. the last guest we had this morning. She wants biscuits. Bis- she wants she's like, I want bris- biscuit biscuits and gravy so bad. Ugh. <laughs> that's that's that pack weight on you. <laughs> and she's a she's a, a dancing machine. So she's like, I want biscuits and gravy so bad. I want to go, but you gotta go to the whole you gotta go to the south for that. <laughs> yeah. And, Fried and chicken and mac and cheese is the way to go. Not yet, mac and cheese, and you got to get the good. You have to go. You have to find a good fried chicken place in the south. You just can't be yeah. some Joe's Chicken Shack on the side of the road. It has to be a good old school mama's fried chicken place that's in this in the south somewhere. Yeah. Do you have, Do you have any stories from the road or the room from training? Oh, any cool stories from the room? Well, 
honestly, there's been a lot of memories made. I think one of the best memories was made for me was probably when I was tag teaming with JD Drake. He, uh, he was informing me of a lot of different things outside of wrestling. And um, I would tell you guys, but I want his uh, permission first, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's uh, (laughs) a, honestly, I think there's just a lot to be taught. But honestly, it's not from your point of view; it's from someone else's. That's just gotcha. that's how I go by it. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, like, for us, like we, we we like our guests to tell the stories, but we don't want them to get in trouble if there's something in the story that the other person agree didn't want you to tell them. Then yeah. we're like, no, no, right. no, 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 yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want problems. I had a um I had a fan once come up to me. I was actually it was in my hometown, which is very strange. Um uh, I was just hey, going out with a couple of my friends and I had an AEW mask on. And um some guy comes in and goes, "Oh, you're Kenzie James." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, that's who I am." He's like, "Oh, I've seen you on YouTube." I'm like, "Oh, that's 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 pretty cool." So that's one of the interesting stories that I get caught on along with, but you know, it's exciting. You just took the question out of my brain. Have you ever like been out with your parents and someone recognizes you and asks you to sign an autograph and you're out at dinner or something like that? <laughs> no, not with my parents. Mainly it's just um, honestly, when I'm just by myself just going around walking downtown, it sometimes happens on occasion, but it's mainly where I wrestle locally or wherever. Because so. okay. we've yeah. had people like, oh, I'm out with my parents and someone has me to sign an autograph. To me, I'm a fan and I'm like, I'm the one that always gets caught up going doing somewhere and I see a, a wrestler or a celebrity. And I'm just like, oh my God, should I ask him for the autograph? Should I shouldn't? You know, there's certain people that just blood and rush up to the person when they're eating mm-hmm. a freaking burger and messes up the whole, their mind, now their mind is all fuzzled. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I feel bad. <laughs> where, where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years, you'd say? Well, um, I'm going to be wrestling for as long as possible. But within the next couple of years, I'm going to be joining the Air Force. And um, after four years of that, I'm going to come out and start in the workforce. But if wrestling is still there for me, I'm going to try to per- pursue my dreams as a professional that's, so. definitely that's, awesome. that's awesome good luck good luck good luck in the air force we, we send you thank all you. the good vibes and all the luck <laughs> thank you yeah, we, might, we have, I have one more question yep. from me and okay. we have favorite tag team growing up and favorite tag team now oh easy favorite tag team growing up definitely definitely the hardy boys definitely mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite tag team now is between two. It's rather the Lucha Brothers or Young Bucks. Absolutely. So. That, that, match, that match, that cage match took my mom. We watched it on yeah. StreamYard and I'm as my grandfather was a luchador and I back in the, I told you my grandfather was a wrestler. I cried mm-hmm. at the end of that match. I was like, wow. That was an emotional match. That was an emotional very match. emotional yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, and not only, not only for your grandfather, 
for Lucha Brothers as well, dude, because yeah. they probably worked so hard to get those tag titles for so long. For how long? Three years? Four years? Yeah, three years. As AW, yeah, as AW, and they yeah. finally got it. They finally did it, you know? Yeah, and it shows that Latino wrestlers could be on a mainstay and actually get a good character and not be stereotyped as Mexican and Oh, they have to be the lower card because they're cruiserweights. You know, they are where they yeah. are. They're and very good at the business. They're very not good. Only, at not only that, during that match, they were over. They were over like Rover. You know? <laughs> over like Rover. <laughs> like, yeah. But no, they were. Really over. Yeah, super <laughs> over. <laughs> super over. Uh, um, so, Kenzie, where can people find you exactly? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at it's me Kenzie with four eyes, and you can follow me on Facebook at Kenzie James. And yeah, I don't have a Twitter made just yet, but I'm working on that. <laughs> Do you have any upcoming shows or uh... Uh, upcoming shows? Yes, I have one coming up uh, February 5th and February 6th. For and February 12th for WWA, where I defend my women's championship. And yeah, a DQ go. match. Show, show the belt off. Um, we haven't shown the belt off the whole show. Show the belt. Show the belt off. <laughs> Gonna show it off. There it is. It <laughs> That's a nice belt, actually. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really mm-hmm. is. So. Yeah. But yeah, we want to thank you so much for coming to our podcast. By the way, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you guys. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. If you want to. <laughs> We, we could do a snapshot with the shows over if you could still you could still screen the picture. Actually, mod, let's pose geek mod mod or mod could take a picture of a screen. So ready, set, please. get the belt in there. Put the belt. Oh, you want the belt? Yeah. Want both yeah. of them? Yeah. yeah, both of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. both of them. Ah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five, second sure. pose, yep. Five second pose. Yeah. It's like Edging Christian. Hey, Edging Christian. <laughs> All right. We, we will see you guys in the next one. We'll see, see you in the next one. See you tomorrow Bye, night guys. for rain. Ringside rain. <laughs>